Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You were meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Oh, hello to you, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. (laughs) And we have a big subject today. This is our our episode number 11, and we have titled it, Smile is Just a Picture, Getting Unstuck. Our purpose for bringing this show to listeners like you all around the world is for awakening souls, developing intuition, and fulfilling purpose. And we think we have a pretty wonderful show for you today, which will include call-ins in the second part. They will, um, on the commercial break, they will uh, announce the phone number for the call-in, but I'll say it right now. It's 1-888-346-9141 if you want to get in line to ask about either pictures or getting unstuck as we talk about it. Or both. (laughs) Or both, for that matter, yes. A picture is worth a thousand words, right? Yet a mental image that you create as a soul can contain everything from words, thoughts, emotions, sensations, sounds, tastes, smells, sights, equations, formulas, and and whatever other form of energy that you can experience. Yet, it's as simple as the image you have in your mind. Now, as I say, think of a rose. What kind of what color rose do you get? Ooh, I get a yellow rose. Uh-huh. Maybe you get another rose. I get a like a wine colored rose. And what color rose did you get when Raphael said, "Think of a rose"? So, Raphael, what's your car like? pretty nice (laughs) (laughs) but you're looking at the picture of your car right now right yep that's what we do so if we were to say oh what kind of house do you live in what do you what do you get in your mind it's the image some part of your house some of you might get the inside living room some of you might get the front door scene you know some of you might see the driveway leading up to the garage of your house as you're coming home or whatever it is. Or you might even see your house from above it. Yeah, (laughs) that means... You're looking at it out of the body. (laughs) And so, well, we used to fly in when we were living in Colorado uh, on the high plains, and we come back home, getting to the uh, DIA airport, you had to fly over our house. And so we look... As we're coming in for the landing, we look down, and I'd say three out of five times I was able to spot our house from above. So anyway, and as I was telling you that, that's the scene I'm looking at in my mind. You do that, right? You probably created the scene as Michael said it. Yeah, and so those of you who are more aware how much you do that, the clearer you have the image The imagery, sometimes it's more like a movie, a moving image. But just like in the old-fashioned movies, the film strip had one frame after another frame after another frame. Each frame 
is a still picture. The moving, moving pictures, it's kind of like an illusion, isn't it? Because what we're looking at is one still frame after another, after another, after another, and it goes by so fast, it seems like one smooth motion. And that's how we remember everything as well. So we remember, you know, oh, uh, the minute I said remember, I'm looking at when I was like 12 years old in my Little League baseball team. And and it's one of the first uh, games. And I see the other kids, the uh, opposing team uh, in their uniform, our team in our uniform. And it's a moving picture of the scene. Of one thing after another. One thing after another. And in our mind, we just see it as a seamless movie. Like, that's how life happens, doesn't it? Not just, you know, still shots after still shots. No, it happens in a seemingly smooth, uh, continuous motion. Well, you've been creating images in your mind of whatever you're experiencing ever since you came into being as a soul. Now that's, we can say it's a long time ago. <laughs> but that's why when we rummage through our file cabinets of memory in our mind, we come up with an image of that memory, right? And sometimes you're more conscious of, I'm really looking at this image. Sometimes you just know what the person's talking about or you're going, oh yeah, that's when I was at the beach, you know, when I was five years old and nearly drowned. And, but if someone were to stop you and said, okay, would you just become aware of that image of your memory? Most of you would be able to start to describe it. Oh, yeah, it was, you know, this was uh, a dark sand beach and the water's kind of muddy in the surf, blah, blah, blah. And the picture sort of slows down. And sometimes you, you can even freeze it to look at the key moments, so to speak. Yeah, it's like you have total control of the pause button <laughs> and fast forward and rewind and all of that. Well, spirit is. You've heard that before, right? Spirit is. Is there's no beginning, no ending. It just is limitless, timeless, forever. But a soul comes into being from this limitless, timeless beingness with a picture. As it said, in the beginning there was the word. <laughs> Can you have a word without an image? of that word. Well, we just showed it to you, demonstrated. Anytime any of us says anything, you have an image. Like, how about, don't think of a pink elephant. <laughs> <laughs> that's a trick. Yeah, and that's one sure way you can get everybody to be looking at their version of a pink elephant. <laughs> Mine's this really cute uh, cartoon pink elephant, Everybody, anybody says that. But we just talk about pink, and you see pink. Green, you're seeing green. Red, and you see red. Uh, we even have expressions like, he was so angry, he was seeing red. <laughs> green with envy. Green with envy. And there's all kinds of green with envy. is more like olive-ish green. It's kind of a 
goopy green, and green of growth is like fresh grass, right? So it's all energy, but it's all images in your mind. Again, some images you're aware of, seeing. Other images, you're looking at it, you're seeing it. But if somebody says, describe it to me, you might say, describe what? I I don't know what you're talking about. So we're going to talk about that today. So as a soul, record, you record every experience as an image. And everything you come into contact with in your consciousness, in your mind, becomes a picture. So you have a lot of pictures in your memory bank. We have a name for it. It's a mental image picture. Yeah, because you mentally have it, as opposed to a picture like in a magazine or on a TV screen. But But even those pictures can affect us, and we're going to talk a little bit about that too. Yeah. So, Raphael, earlier when we were talking, you mentioned, you know, commercials, advertisements. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, A very favorite trick of advertisers is to get you to look at one kind of a picture to sell you the product, which is another picture and a good example of that. So this is a picture on top of a picture. It's sort of a complicated thing, but not so much so when you get start to see this. So if you turn on the television or your computer or whatever and you see a commercial for a car or a soda pop or something, what do you? What do they usually do? They put a beautiful model with a, a wonderful figure and <laughs> draping over the front of the car. Exactly, <laughs> and of course, that not isn't necessarily going to attract women, but it's certainly going to get to the target audience of whatever they're selling, which is usually in those cases men. Yeah, and and what kind of cars? Muscle cars and trucks and things That's that right. were you know trying to appeal more to. The macho guy. (laughs) So what kind of picture are they giving you to sell you that car? And we call that a sex picture. And so isn't that fun? You know, it doesn't matter if it's a car or your sneakers or a soda pop. You put a sexy picture on it and you associate it in your mind and you go, va-va-voom, let's buy some of that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But that's exactly, Raphael mentioned There's a picture on top of a picture, sometimes on top of a picture. Well, you know, when we talk about memory, a lot of us don't always tend to have a crystal clear photographic memory when we wish to recall some specific incident or experience we had before, right? Especially from long time ago. So let's say from childhood, we've forgotten a lot of things. But sometimes someone else who remembers it more clearly says, oh, gee, Michael, when you were just a little boy, you were so, you know, uh, dumb (laughs) 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 or whatever. And and so, oh, really? (laughs) And so they might point out a specific incident where you don't remember it right off bat or you vaguely say, Yeah, that seems familiar, but you can't see the image clearly. But obviously, they are because, oh, you are wearing a a red T-shirt or whatever, and they seem to have a very clear visual image of that. 
Well, one of the uh, people, professionals that would know a lot about that would be cops and, and detectives who have to interview witnesses to a scene of an accident or a crime. And especially if you have 10, 20 witnesses or 50 witnesses and you have to ask everybody the same questions and how many different answers do they get? It's coming from different perspectives and sometimes I've read some of those reports uh, by uh, police officers interviewing witnesses or or uh, detectives, you know, interviewing them later. And it's hilarious because one person says, oh, it was definitely a big man with a black, dark hoodie on running away from the scene. And then the next person says, oh, I saw this old lady with a uh, shopping cart <laughs> or shopping bag uh, going away from that scene right afterwards. And Whoa, how can it be that different? So what happens in those situations? Well, our mind gets cluttered up. Why does almost every spiritual practice of any kind, somewhere in there, is some practice of meditation? One of the things about meditation is often said, clear your mind. Or empty your mind, right? A very tall order for a Westerner. Yeah. And so what happens to a lot of, especially Western, very intellectually, technologically oriented person, when they first sit down and quiet themselves and quiet their mind, it's really loud. Like, oh, did I turn off the stove before I left the place? Or what am I going to do about the taxes? And and what if I can't pay rent next month? And uh, where am I going to look for a job? ah." And even random thoughts that just happen to be going through that might not even be yours. Yeah, squirrel. Oh, no, that's a random thought for a dog. (laughs) (laughs) And so... (laughs) That's the thought they have before they go shooting off in chase of the squirrel. But anyway, when we're looking at that, oh, yeah, you quiet down the mind. At first, it's really noisy because you're paying attention to how much stuff is in there. And those are all pictures. A lot of you might not initially see them as pictures, as visual images, what you might think of as visual. But when you're having thoughts, those are all, those thoughts are in pictures, okay? And a lot of those thoughts are not you thinking of them right now. You're just seeing an image with that thought in it. It could be an image of your creation that that has you thinking that thought at a different time earlier, or it could even be somebody else's image completely. Like the commercials Raphael was talking about, you want to buy this. You want you really want this. But if it's a really good commercial, it doesn't tell you. None of us wants to be told from somebody, some you know internet commercial saying, buy this now. No, we want to feel like we want to buy it. So the subliminal messages from that commercial is, I want it. Wow, this is really cool. I want it. I want to be the first one on the block. I want to be the coolest person to get this, you know, then show off to all my friends. That's the kind of thoughts that come into our mind. But are they our thoughts? 
not always. So we're going to look at that because the show today is about getting unstuck. When you feel stuck, you're on a treadmill of mental thoughts and emotional feelings. You're just going over and over and over. Oh, you know, he doesn't love me anymore. Or why did she leave me? Uh, or if I don't shape up, I'm going to get fired. I'm going to get fired. Oh, what if I get fired? I don't know what I'm going to do if I get fired. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that no. is a stuck picture verbalized. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do with my life? Yes. And so... Rafia, I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck and I can't get up or get out. <laughs> yeah, even that funny commercial about I've fallen and I just can't get up, that's a picture that uh, is a fear picture. That's another way to program yeah. people. And uh, stuckness is always, always, always related to fear. That's right. Without fear, you don't get stuck. That's right. And so... so uh, when we come back from our break that's coming up soon, we're gonna we're gonna look into, oh yeah, how how do we get stuck? Well, when I was mentioning pictures on top of pictures on top of pictures, the more pictures you pile on, the more stuck you get. The darker it gets in your mind. You are the light of the world. You are the light, and if you put a picture in front of you, that light. That's going to project on the screen, just like a slide. And it's going to be a clear picture. But if you put another picture, another slide in front of that light, slide projector, then it's going to be a blurry double image. And then if you put another one, oh, pretty soon you can't tell what the image was anymore. And if you put enough, it just turns dark. None of the light goes onto the screen. Well, we're coming up upon a break, and I wanted to remind you that we will be taking call-ins for this show if you want to find out where you're stuck or uh, ask about where you're stuck. The number is 888-346-9141. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you sometimes feel powerless over your own life? Does it seem like you're living for someone else, unsure of what your purpose is, or if you even have an important voice? It's time to take back that control. Tune in to Empowered with Des and Jen. They've been in the same place and have learned to regain control of their lives. They also feature amazing guests who share experiences of how they have found success. Start on your journey by listening Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-484-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Oh, welcome back. We are talking about smile. It's just a picture and getting unstuck. One of my favorite stories that um, about a stuck picture that I'd like to share with you happened to somebody very close to me when when she was 10 years old she and a friend of hers were hit by a car and uh, fortunately neither child was killed or anything but they were both hurt and my this person I almost revealed who it was uh, flew out and landed squarely on her rear end and broke a tailbone which she didn't know for uh, a number of years until As the years went by, she noticed about once a year, her tailbone would ache and ache and ache for just one day. (laughs) And finally, she actually started to learn uh, psychic tools, and she got to this part, which we're talking about pictures. And what she realized, um, when that day came around and that tailbone area started to hurt, she looked at the calendar and she realized it was the exact day that her accident had happened when she was 10 years old. And somehow there's a part of her in the body that was remembering that. And um, when we remember something painful, sometimes we feel the pain, even though it's not actually pain happening in the present. Yeah, and that's why so many times, you know, uh, when people have a really... um, hurtful, terrible breakup in a relationship and it's on a particular day, every year they go into the similar thing. This is emotional rather than physical, Mm -hmm. but it's no different. Whether it's mental or emotional or psychic or physical, it's just a picture. And it's easy for me to say, it's just a picture, but when you're feeling it all, then it's easy to succumb to it, become a victim to the pictures and go, Believe what you're feeling, what you're thinking is real. And this person that Raphael is talking about, when she learned the tools on how to let go of that image and, and realize, oh, that's just a memory, that's an image in my mind, and I'm giving it power by thinking it's, oh, what am I going to do? It hurts and blah, blah, blah. Oh, she just explodes it. You know, we we teach this almost every time in our show where you put it in a rose, just create an image of a rose in your mind, and then you put whatever it is that's bothering you, whatever it is that you just 
say, have a hard time getting out of your mind, put it in that rose and just go, you know, that's just a picture. Smile, it's just a picture. The smile part is really important. important. Yes. It's, it's our way of saying, oh, get into a little abusement, have a little humor. Because when you truly realize it's nothing more than just a little image in your mind that's, that you're experiencing as this terrible thing, oh, you'll laugh too. But you have to laugh first, even when you don't feel that way. Just go, okay, I'm the boss of me, not, not the image. So if I decide I'd rather be happy than suffer more, I'm going to laugh first because I know that raises my vibration. Okay, And so what is the basic understanding? What's, what's being stuck? Well, you're never stuck unless you're unhappy with something, right? That's right. Yeah. We're, none of us are ever stuck if we're happy, if we're joyous. Ever been joyous and stuck? No. You're always unhappy, somehow unhappy about something. Okay. So then when you're not happy, you're always, there's something you don't like. You're not in affinity with. You're not in agreement with, you're not in affinity, you don't like it. Bah humbug. I don't like it. And so when you don't like it, where do you where does you do your does your mind go after I don't like it? Well, it's gotta be different. It's gotta change. And so how many times do you try to change somebody who's acting in a way you don't like? And does that work? Not no. really. <laughs> if only he's like this. If only she could be more that way. Never works, does it? No. That doesn't work for anything. So, so then, what does that tell us? Oh, it's not about trying to change the other person, to change the other thing, change the thing in the world. First, we have to find our happiness to get unstuck. And as long as we're stuck, we're not going to be capable. We're not going to be successful in anything we set out to do. We have to get unstuck first, which means we have to get happy. How do we become happy when the same thing that's making us unhappy is still going on? Ah, we have to change our perspective. We have to change our mind, essentially, which really means we have to change our consciousness, which really means... We have to change how we're seeing this, which means we have to change how we're looking at it. When we change the perspective from which we're looking at whatever we're looking at, ah, then immediately we see it differently. And that's like a hundred people having different with. Uh, witnessing a completely different thing at the same scene of the same crime at the same time. Huh, everybody's seeing it from a, their own perspective, and some people have, they're looking at it from a hundred images in their mind filtering through. Other people, they're looking at it from, you know, only three images filtering through. And once in a long while, you'll get somebody who wasn't filtering through anything, and they saw exactly as it was. No judgment, no changes, no animosity, no nothing, no fear. It's just 
as it was. This happened, this happened, this happened. The end. Okay? Not, oh my God, this almost killed me. <laughs> That's putting more pictures on. But we want to have live examples. <laughs> so let's call on uh, one of our callers. How about Amber in Washington, D.C.? Hello. Uh, hi, Amber. Hello, Amber. I've been following you guys for years. Um, you have? I'm really excited to, uh, yeah, so excited to talk to you all today. Um, but I wanted to share with you guys or just get some insider in- advice. Um, I've gone on some interviews, and last week I went on an interview for a job that I really, really want. <laughs> so when I went into the interviews, a lot of, you know, I was very enthusiastic and um, I, I feel really good about it. Like, I'm picturing myself, um, you know, being in that job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just wondering if you guys had any, like, advice or insight as to how I can help manifest that opportunity. Ah, so you had your interview, but you haven't gotten a response yet. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not been yay or nay. Okay, great. Right. Well, uh, you know, Amber, the first thing I see about you, you're extremely creative, and expressive. You have a lot to say. And one of the things that's going to help you succeed in whether getting a job or anything else in in your life is when you start to give yourself a lot more freedom and a lot more permission to express yourself. And Mm. and because you, you run into... We're talking about pictures today, so I'm going to use the, that as the focus. You run into some pictures that you carry close to your heart. And, hmm. and especially when something is important to you, you kind of check in with those pictures. And it's a question of, am I good enough? Am I good enough? And this is hmm. from way back. That's not where, this isn't where you are today. But this is from when you were a child. You got slammed about three times and and you felt really bad about yourself and why you got slammed about is not something that was wrong with you or something you did bad or badly it was about your enthusiasm it was you were excited you were enthusiastic you were creative and you were expressing yourself full on uh it looks like about five years old maybe running around and just you know Really like singing at the top of your lungs almost, saying, not singing, but shouting and, and happy. And somebody got mm-hmm. really upset and scolded at you. And it was like such a shock. It was worse than having somebody dump an ice bucket on your head. And you go, whoa. And, and then you kind of retreat it back and go, what did I do wrong? Because there's no explanation of why this person got unhappy with you. And you got a little bit hung up on that. So while um, um, you're listening to the rest of the show and stuff, you'll start to just be able to imagine those images from the past that sometimes get you hung up and I have to do better, uh, which puts you into more effort. But mm-hmm. some, this tends to, when you're excited, when you're enthusiastic about something, when you really want something, this, these three pictures tend to light up in your heart. And so uh, Raphael's got a few things she wants to tell you. 
So as she's doing that, I'm going to help you blow those pictures. I'm going to help you release those pictures so you'll have an easier time receiving, okay? Okay, I love it. Yeah, you're down. That's absolutely correct. Yes, and so the other thing I wanted to mention was that your original question was, is there anything I can do now to kind of make sure that I get what I want here? And one of the things that I see is that sometimes when somebody wants something so badly, they put so much of themselves into it, like, for instance, with a, a future boss, that if your energy is in his space that much or her space, um, she might be in resistance. You know, everybody's, even the yeah. m- most atheist of people, um, they're sensitive. Everybody's sensitive. Atheist meaning not really in agreement that, that they believe in anything. But right. let's say, let's call it sensitivity to energy. And if you're all over this person, it's it's probably going to be a big no. So oh. what I what I like to do is show a person how to create a picture, a different kind of a picture for oneself when you're creating what we call a mock-up, something that you want. You've already gone through the interview process, so now you need to step back and trust spirit. You have to trust because if this job is meant to be for you, there will be a yes and then you'll have a choice, especially if you've had several interviews and several people say yes, and then you'll have to take a look at it from there. But if you don't step back out of, sort of out of the creation and let it go into the universe and be created, it won't. And and this often happens um, with artists. You know, they create beautiful art pieces and they put it out into the world to um, to sell it. But mm-hmm. they can't sell a single piece. And part of it is they're holding on to it, mm-hmm. to their creation so much that nobody else can get their hands on it. Somebody comes close to it and says, that's a nice picture, but if they want to really look at it, they hit that artist's energy that says, this is mine, this is mine, this is my creation, and I'm not ready to let it go. And people pick that up. Yes, and that's a good analogy. Uh, I've seen a lot of very capable artists do that, and, and we do that with our creations, even if we're not an artist. We create stuff all the time. You're creating a job. You know, you create relationships. And the ones that you can really let go of, like Raphael said, ah, then if it's correct. See, that's the other part of letting go is recognizing, oh, it's not up to me to make it happen. Because that's that's what you learn to do all your life is if you want something, you got to make it happen, right? And but. But the, you're at a place, you're, you're quite far along in your soul development. Yes. And okay. where you are, you're now, you've done all that. Uh, get the bull by the horn with your own two hands kind of a thing. Make it happen. You've done that many, many, many times, not only in earlier this lifetime, but in past lives especially. Mm-hmm. Now you're coming to a place of being able to let it go and realize the power is in the totality of spirit within you, okay? It's in the limitless, not in the limited. And when you think of yourself as a limited individual, then it's limited. But when you think of yourself as the totality of all spirit, then that's what Raphael means by letting it go into the hands of spirit and 
See what happens. Then you know if it's the right job, it's going to come to you. If it's not the right job, even if you kind of want it, if it's not the right job, it's not going to come to you. It's all set up. But in order for you to have the benefit of all that, you have to let it go. Mm. Once you create, once you create it and get the ball rolling, you go to the interview, you do all the legwork, but you have to let it go each step of the way and see what the next step is going to come to you. Mm. Mm. And just well, really be that. Yeah, really be happy with yourself, okay? Because yeah. you're you're at the core of you, you're just a really joyous, happy being. And that's what you're here to share with everybody else. But a lot of times in more, you know, uptight communities of businesses and whatnot, people aren't that happy. <laughs> yeah, and, that's true. Yeah, and that's why when you're too happy, you've learned that people get upset at you instead of joining in and be happy with you. And yeah, so you're learning about how strong of a healer you are. It doesn't matter what kind of job you have out there in the world, you're still a healer. And as a healer, you have to treat yourself differently than a regular person going out for a job, a regular person wanting to have a new relationship or anything like that. Because you attract people who need you. You attract, even in a senior position as a boss, you attract people who are grumpy, who who need, <laughs> who who don't know how to have fun, who don't know how to enjoy life, and you're brought to those people to show them. Now, if you loosen up a little bit, you get to enjoy life like I do. But right. if you That's do so too much of that, they can't handle it because they're not where you are yet, and so mm. so they get upset, and you, it, it has the opposite effect that you want. Okay. So, yeah. So good luck with everything, and right. I took out the, those three pictures out of your four chakra, your heart center. So uh, I think things are going to start to move around Rock a lot and roll. more. Yes. All right. Well, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. You're very welcome. Well, we've got our second break coming up, and when we return, we'll continue our exp- exploration of how to get yourself unstuck. that's part of the title Uh, be sure to check out our website while we're on break www.michaeltamora.com it's our brand new website which has all our events coming up we'll talk about those at the end of the show Uh, Michael Tamora is M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T-A-M-U-R-A dot com and also you can email us at livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com and um, you can ask us questions that we can bring up on the radio or whatever. Stay in touch with us. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Do we really have a full understanding as to why we do certain things and function the way that we do? There are many different aspects of trauma, and you can learn more about them and how to overcome the symptoms by tuning in to Trauma Talk with host Ezrina Rose Scott. On Trauma Talk, Ezrina and her special guest experts and clients will discuss the different results of trauma and some effective methods in resolving and healing from them. Listen live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time 
Noon Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Don't you just wish sometimes that life could come with a do-over button? We'd probably use it a lot more than we think. What if there was one do-over button you could use each week? Make that place the Voice America Empowerment Channel for Code to Grace, the empowered women's guide to life with host Marilyn Mosier. Marilyn and her guests will help you find the key to break free from the chains of your life and start anew. Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Oh, it's so good to have you back. And welcome to those of you just joining us today. Our topic is Smile is Just a Picture, Getting Unstuck. So I wanted to share with you a little picture example. Again, you know, just wanting you to learn what a picture is. And uh, my example I want to give today is involves my cat. Because <laughs> animals, now we'll have a whole show on animal communication at some point because we're both great lovers of animals and have pets. But yesterday morning, she woke up not feeling well, didn't get down, was just really lethargic, and we were kind of worried about her. So I've been keeping an eye on her all day yesterday, and by the afternoon, by the feeding time, I went up to her, and I, I was concerned. So I just kind of put the question to her, um, what is wrong with you? And she sent me a picture so clear, and this wasn't a stuck picture. This was just a picture. And the picture showed the picture of her cat tree, which she's right next to, which is quite tall. It's almost five foot tall. And a a picture of her climbing up it and falling down and landing on her leg. And then as she showed me that picture, she got up, she gently jumped down to the floor and started walking with her back to me and showing me which leg was hurting her. And after that, we were able to give her a healing and and she felt better very, very quickly. So um, for me, I was a little stuck on the picture of her not feeling well. And finally, I went to uh, an old uh, ability I have, which is I know how to communicate with animals, and I love to do it as much as I can anyway. And it was great to be able to know what the heck was going on with her. Yeah, and this is what you get when you start to become aware of how much you're looking at everything, how much you see in your mind all the time. It's not, okay, if you go through a lot of training and a lot of time and a lot of effort, you 
may, if you have uh, some gifts, you might able to be uh, clairvoyant one of these days. No, that doesn't work. Everyone is clairvoyant, but 98% of the population doesn't realize it. And so as long as a person doesn't realize, they're already seeing, they're already looking, they're already seeing all these images. And it's just that their mind is just usually too cluttered up with too much junk mail, (laughs) too much spam in there, rather than specific pictures that you can look at go, oh yeah, that's what our kitty showed me, like Raphael was able to see. And so everyone is able to get there to clear up the mind so that you can see individual images and you see what people are talking about. You literally see the images of what people are talking about. For example, if if somebody gives you a direction on how to get to their house that you've never been to before, and they'll give you, you know, verbal instructions. But for me personally, if they don't have a really clear picture up, it's hard for me to follow the verbal instruction. They can go, yes, you go here, and then exactly 1.2 miles from there, you go this way. Well, I have to keep my attention on the uh, odometer and this and that, the other thing, just to be able to follow. But if somebody has a very clear image in their mind, and I see it, I go, oh yeah, got it, okay, thanks a lot, and I get there much, much more readily. So it's... It's seeing these images and the power on a healing level to get unstuck. Tell you really quickly, the worst burn I ever had, I grabbed with my right hand uh, uh, this piping hot steam pipe. I mean, scorching. And it just burns everything. And I had severe burn on my hand. And all this happens in a flash of a second. and, And... I look at my hand in horror and go, no, that ain't going to happen. It's not going to be that way. And so I I know what to do. I reach in to my uh, unconscious memory and pull out. The instant I grab that hot thing, even though I didn't feel it until uh, a second later, it was so hot you don't feel a thing. But I went to that place. The instant I got the burn, the pain image got stored in there. I pulled it out of there, exploded it, just like we teach on this show each time is just put it in a rose, imagine a rose, put it in a rose, and then explode it. Did that once. Just before my eyes, I see the, the bubbling skin on my hands reverse completely in a matter of three or four seconds, five seconds at the most, until my hand the skin on my hand was even better than it was before I got the burn. You know, I had calluses and stuff. It became like baby soft, baby skin soft, and pink and healthy, perfect skin. And I'm just going, wow, that's living the miracle when you start to be able to do that. I, I can't do that on command every single time I get hurt or sick or anything like that, but I've done it enough times. That was one of the more dramatic ones and more instantaneous ones. But I know over time I've done that where as condition or whatever, that's actual, quote, physical condition, completely reverses itself. That's tremendous level of healing. But all it boils down to, it always happens when I get to the correct image that was stored in my mind 
with the pain in it, and I get to that, that picture, boom, blow it up, just imagine exploding in my mind, it's gone. So as we get the next caller, why don't those of you who are interested, give yourself a deep breath, and then just imagine, go ahead and close your eyes, imagine where you're sitting, you're sitting on a tree trunk, giant tree trunk, this is the grounding cord. And imagine this tree trunk extends all the way from you, where you're sitting, to the center of the earth. And imagine the top of the tree trunk where you're sitting on extends into your body a little bit, into the first chakra, the energy center that's right above the tip of your tailbone. You can imagine that as a disk of energy. That's always important to start off with grounding. Okay? And then center your awareness. Just be aware in the center of your head. Ah, and then as we talk to the next caller, imagine creating a, a picture of a rose, whatever color you like, and explode it. Imagine another one, and then imagine exploding it. And you can even do this if this caller that we're going to call on talks about something that relates to you or an experience you might have had. So let's call on Nicole in St. John's, Michigan. Hi, Nicole. Hear me? Yeah, yes. Now we can. <laughs> Yay, how exciting. Yes. yes. Do you have a question for us? I actually just want you both to tune in. I've wanted <laughs> this for a really long time. <laughs> I feel like I already work with you energetically. So. Yes, you're very, very sensitive, very psychic, and you have worked with us. Not only when you're awake in the daytime and you're tuning into a radio show or anything like that, but... We work with you in your sleep time. When you, as yeah. spirit, you leave the body and you come to our class. You've been coming to yes. my class for quite a long time. <laughs> oh, Michael, I have. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for knowing that. That yeah. makes my soul and, know that we're on the yes. same page. Yes. And you're a very bright soul that you've been on this path of awakening for many lifetimes. Oh, I've, yes. I've known you. We've known you many times before this this current lifetime, and mm. you've studied with us before, and you've studied with other very, very great masters, spiritual mm. masters in other lifetimes as well. And so you're here to show the way for other people. You're, you're like a lighthouse, and you uh, often are pointing the truth to people, saying, hey, you need, to, you need to look at this. You need to look at this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get a little disappointed because people <laughs> run away. <laughs> you know, you come along and some people run away. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because not because you're not likable or because of anything wrong with you. No, it's because they get scared. You have so much light and you are so interested in finding out what's the truth of everything. You don't like, you know, uh, superficial cocktail talk. You you want to, yeah. even if you meet a stranger, you want to get right down to what's yeah. important in life. And a lot of people can't handle that. <laughs> so, so. Well, thank God and, for this friendship, right, Michael? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yes, um, it's so one of the things that you've struggled with as a soul for not just this lifetime, for many lifetimes, is patience. Yeah. 
you're in a hurry. <laughs> and the reason you're in a hurry is because you're so aware you see so much that other people don't see. And you get irritated, frustrated, and sometimes unhappy that what's wrong with you people? You know, it's, it's so simple. It's so, so obvious. Just look at this and you'll, you'll get it. And, and they don't a lot of times. That's why they hang out with you because they don't get it. And they're going, what are you talking about? But you, you're so ahead of them. You're just going, well, I mean, just, just get it. All right. <laughs> but you're here to be a teacher and a leader which requires you to learn, where are these other people? They're not where you are as spirit. They could be more successful in physical you know, business or something. They could have more yeah. money. They could have more fame. They could have all kinds of stuff, more education. But no, as a soul, your light years ahead of them, and they're coming to you with a problem that they don't know what, what it is. So mm. that's one of the things to, to leave you with today is enjoy. You know, uh, you laugh a lot, which is great. Laugh a lot when people don't hear you. Laugh a lot when people can't, can't see who you are. Laugh a lot when, you know, you're giving them the best advice you can possibly give. And they go, huh? Oh, it's a cloudy day today, isn't it? <laughs> so work on your laughing part and Patience, don't try to work on patience. Work on trust. Yeah. When you trust, you'll be patient. The mm -hmm. impatience comes because you don't trust that it's all going to work out. Yes. Yeah. So trust yourself as spirit and, and it's all going to work out and you'll have your patience and you'll be able to have fun with people who aren't keeping up with you. Oh, lovely, Michael. I'm giving you a big hug. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole, for calling in. Yeah, so glad you called. Thank yes. you, Raphael. You're welcome. So for the rest of you out there, since you've been uh, greeting and uh, blowing those roses, as we say, would you go ahead and imagine a big gold sun above your head and fill yourself up with it? Because as you blow those pictures and those roses, you're releasing energy and you need to fill up. So fill it up from top to bottom, your body, your aura, and so forth. And this kind of fill up, you, don't, you can top off. It's, it's not illegal. <laughs> That's right. Well, time flies when you're having fun on a radio show. We're getting to the end of another episode, so please mark your calendars. On Friday, April 27th through Sunday, April 29th, this is 2018 for those listening afterwards, we'll be at the New Living Expo in San Mateo at the San Mateo Convention Center. All kinds of amazing speakers, authors, teachers, and tons of booths and goodies, information, resources, and people to talk with. We will be in booth number 328 all three days. Plus, Michael will be giving a short talk on Friday at 5 p.m. On uh, living the Miracle of Your Intuitive Soul, as well as he will be on the Q&A panel immediately following on, on the Friday, the first day of this um, expo, 7 p.m., special screening with Bill Bennett's wonderful movie, PGS Intuition is Your Personal Guidance System. For all information on the expo, go to newlivingexpo.com. We so appreciate you joining us for this show today and we look forward to seeing you next week which will be imagine that 
Use your imagination and clairvoyance to transform your life and be inspired. Live by intuition to fulfill your destiny. Oh, that's our LA event. Yeah, that's so. (laughs) (laughs) May 5 and 6. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, our show is ending, and we will see you next Next Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.